We're the new boys on the block, the noble bros of the round table, and we're here to entertain you on all things personal development and to share our own personal stories of victories, defeats, and lessons. Our names are Chenny, Vin, Andrew, Anthony, and Henry. Who's in your five? Join ours and find out. Hey boys, what's the topic for today? What's the topic? Masculinity and vulnerability. How how do they how do they work together? Can you be masculine and vulnerable? And is it important? That is mm. the question. Take the wheel, Vin. You go first. Oh, <laughs> my thoughts on this is that in order to be masculine, you actually have to be vulnerable. The very act of like protecting yourself or, you know, like it depends how you define vulnerability. To me, I define vulnerability as having the courage to be your authentic self in all ways. Um, it's not necessarily being, you know, highly emotional or, you know, whinging or being sad. Mm. Mm. Um, being vulnerable is just being comfortable being yourself and not really caring about what people think. And that actually, I think, is very closely aligned with being a masculine person or being your own man. Uh, so masculinity and vulnerability they're the same thing. So it's, it, but it's, it's hard to think of it that way because sometimes when you're being vulnerable, you know, you might as a man be feeling some really, really intense, sad emotions. And, and sometimes in society, you know, crying as a man apparently mm. isn't masculine, but I think it's very masculine to have the courage to, display your emotions and not be afraid of what people think because mm. just because we're men doesn't mean we're not human doesn't mean we're not allowed to that's true. feel all types of emotion yeah, I agree. so that's it's also like the difference between masculinity and toxic masculinity as well mm. so long story short but yeah th- those are my thoughts long story short just don't give a fuck what other people think about you hey Podcast over. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Oi, but, what, okay. What about what about I oh, say so you know how they say like for people that speak two different languages, right? Your your second language like changes you as a person. So what if you're very masculine it, like in, in your um primary language, but your secondary language, you know how you change personalities essentially? Like have you guys realized uh, like most of us here speak, speak two languages? Well not Vin, but like everyone else here speaks two languages, right? Bro, I speak Vietnamese, man. What the fuck? Uh, Vin's Australian. <laughs> Vin's Australian <laughs> straight up. Barely. Barely. No man. Oh bro. Come on, bro. What? That's not cool, man. That's not cool. Come on. Now we've got to edit what, this. What did I say? Oh, we've got to edit this whole thing out, bro. <laughs> I guess, yeah, like, you know how you change two languages? Like, um, what is the question here? 
Can you be just as masculine in the other language if you are masculine in your first language? Is well, that a question? It, so I guess it'd be like you, like your personality completely changes, right? Like everyone here realize, like I don't know, but uh, Ant seems mm. pretty all right. No, actually, Ant does change. His personality does, does change a bit. Well, I think I think it's it's a pretty simple explanation for that. To be honest, like it's not a fucking you know myth or whatever. Like it's true. Your personality changes, and I would say there are diff- there are a variety of factors that contribute to that. The biggest factor for me is my competency in that second language. Yes. Like, if I can't speak a language well, then no shit, I'm going to sound like a five-year-old. And that personality will just carry through. You know, like, oh, can I have this? You know, yeah, like, no shit. Because I'm just not fluent in it. You know what I mean? Everyone is different in their mother tongue. But do you reckon that's because you're not confident in your language? You're shy to use that language? Or... That that it's makes you less less masculine. Yeah, well, it's because I'm not good at the language. I think it'll make Anthony appear less masculine, but his behaviours won't change because he's still the same person. Agreed. So but your tonality example, change. Your, well, yeah, your, your yeah, tonality yeah, changes. Yeah, tonality changes, and then on the surface, you might come across as someone who's emas- uh, emasculine. But when push comes to shove, like uh, I think. The, the the tick the switch will take take over like so for example like um let's say where if you if there's a call to be vulnerable in your chosen language but let's say the opportunity and then you, you exude a vulnerability in that chosen language in your first language but then the opportunity comes in the second language guaranteed that anthony or whoever <clears throat> if they are if they are masculine um will connect with that uh maybe the tone of voice might change who knows because they're not as confident, but the behaviour of masculinity uh, will definitely shine through. And I think mm. um, vocal tonality is a small subset or a subset of masculinity, but not the entire thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's what I think. How do you like, guys define masculin- masculinity? What does it mean to you? Uh, well, bro, you... I, you pretty much summed it up, bro. Just don't give a fuck. Like, what feel like. Do you think that? Do you think that fully encompasses it? Well, just not giving a fuck. Or? I think to say to not give a fuck is a bit like it, it's it's very misleading. But I see where mm. I see mm. I see I see where you're coming from. Like, it is in essence not giving a fuck. But like, you could you could do something that's very emasculine and not give a fuck. You know. Well, and, and, well, and I thought I always, sorry, I always just thought just, yeah, like you said, you pretty much said stick true to yourself. Just don't give fuck what everyone thinks, right? Like do what you want to do. I think masculinity. Do what you want to do, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Within the boundaries of the law, mate. Yeah, well, I, I disagree with Henry, that. Henry, what do you want? I would say. Wait, let's, yeah. let's say Henry. <laughs> Wait, who's talking? Who's talking? I can't, I can't even see uh, Henry, Henry on my talk. screen. Henry. Where the fuck is Henry? Henry, uh, Henry, Henry go for Henry's been trying to talk for like one minute. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't see. All right, Henry, you go. <laughs> I think masculinity is just savage and stoic ownership. So um, ownership being taking ownership of, all, of your purpose and all the things that you interact and you do within your life. Stoicism being unwavering in difficulties and challenges through life. And savageness, just going through life ruthlessly. That's my view on masculinity. 
Damn, bro. He repeated savageness oh. 14 times now. <laughs> Damn, bro. Mm. So those three things. Yeah. What do you think, What do you mean by ruthlessly? Uh, um, when I say ruthless, I don't mean like don't like a, a villain. <laughs> I, don't mean, I don't mean like a villain or like a mean person. I just mean there's there's like a gentle way of doing things sometimes, and there's like a, a hard way of doing things sometimes. And you should always say the harder option. Most cases, the harder option is is the better option. In many cases. Mm. Agreed. In terms of decisions along along your journey, or in terms of a hard option. So ruthlessly, like in terms of other people, in terms of your own choices, your own choices and in other people in, in, in midst of other people when necessary, like don't ever let another person like have ownership over you, you know, or like Mm. say things about you and let them get, get away with it. You know, shit like that. But what if it's not worth it? Yeah. Like it's not worth it, but like, don't, don't, um, don't give them the permission to do that to you. That's what I mean. You know. Oh so well, what if a five-year-old five-year-old kid's like, "Ha you're a fucking wanker." What are you gonna do? Come up, come around, house man. Motherfucker, bro. Oh yeah, knock him out, cut. I don't give a fuck. I think if you yeah, reacted different, to different someone, even sometimes. whether it's five, like even if that five-year-old example was like a thirty-year-old, if you were to react that way, actually, you're not taking ownership of your reaction you're allowing them to control what you're doing because they can just say some mm. words to you and then you're getting you're getting like emotionally spiked but so then i don't think that in it that example in itself is a masculine example that's what the yeah, stuff what? Was oh, okay so it's yeah. kind of like andrew if you called me a piece of shit and then i would just be like yeah cool mm. I, I, I would say that would be more masculine than you call me a piece of shit, you motherfucker. I'm going to fucking hunt you down with my boys. Oh, that's no, all the Andrew would say, though. Even though that's all the Andrew would say. Because <laughs> <laughs> now you, you, someone's just got a fucking like, toothpick poking you and then you're like full going beast mode. <laughs> Essentially, it's just being like in touch with your emotions and being emotionally stable. You know, yes. like, you know what's going on and it's like, mm. does it affect me? Does it not affect me? How should I react? What would, what would be the consequences of my actions? And that's why I disagree with when Andrew says, just don't give a fuck or the savagery Henry, Henry brought up. Like, yeah, to a certain extent, yes and no, because you have to understand, yeah, you could be a savage and act a certain way and your actions are not giving a fuck about your actions. But in actual fact, your actions will affect someone. There are consequences to it and that's going to make someone feel a certain way. Mm. So still, yes. Being masculine is, yeah, knowing that decisions have to be made. Hard decisions need to be made, but also knowing the delivery of it and how certain decisions might affect other people. And yeah. yeah mm. it, is, it is somewhat your responsibility to cater for others' emotions. And that's what, that's what I would say, you know, probably a leadership component in masculinity. And that's what encompasses, right? A leader is not only someone that tells someone what to do, it's to guide them, motivate them, support them. And knowing that my decisions will affect yours. My decisions will affect what you experience. And I want to walk you through it and make sure that, you know, I'm taking care of you. Yeah. Do you guys think, do you guys think, 
<clears throat> do you guys think like masculinity and vulnerability are intertwined? So like you, um, would you have to go through bouts of a deep insecurity or display insecurity only for you to, to see it for yourself to become masculine? Like do you have to be X, you have to go through X, Y, and Z to achieve masculinity. Um, does that make sense? Yeah. Like what, what the journey? What does the journey to masculinity involve? Yeah, is that what you're asking? Because like you can't. Is it possible to be completely masculine, or is it only like always masculinity like a muscle? You exercise it in certain parts of your life, and you demonstrate it there. Always masculinity a holistic thing. I think there's always a balance between masculine and feminine energy. No one is completely masculine, and no one is completely feminine. Whether you're a male or a female. True. Um, and I think it's identifying which energy is mo most naturally resonates with you and then honing those parts so that there's like, you know, a nice balance that you're content with. Mm. Um, so I've, I've personally, I've had period, periods of my life where my feminine, emotionally reactive energy outweighed my more stoic purpose-driven energy, which is, I, I define that as masculine energy. And then, you know, looking, looking back retrospectively, when that happened, I wasn't, I wasn't as happy as I was when I was like living on my edge. Um, so that's how I found. So in those moments where I was quote unquote suffering in a feminine energy, that made me realize that in order for me to feel a hundred percent who I like to be and who I want to be, I need to do X, Y, and Z for me. It's, you know, living, living a clear purpose-driven life and understanding what principles I want to live by and guiding my decisions based around those principles um, in order for me to feel like, you know, I'm Vin, I'm Vin fucking Lee as opposed to, I'm Vin Lee, who am I? You know, fucking. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I guess I did have to go through that in order to be a bit more sure of of uh, what masculinity meant in my own life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my personal experience. Yeah. So how would you define? Um, so you define masculinity as like. So it, so I, I think a, a really good thing to clear up is that masculinity and feminine there's nothing wrong with either it's not bad to be one or the other yeah. but it's just an awareness of Definitely one not. what what Definitely. one or the other encompasses because i think there's a stigma as a male that if you display uh, feminine energy in a certain stage of your life then, that, then it becomes problematic i don't think it should be looked at like that way i think there needs to be a, an awareness of it and um being highlighted how um, masculinity uh, is masculine energy is um, byproducts of it can be purpose, uh, ambition, direction, leadership, etc. Um, and to get to that, you sort of have to be in your feminine at times. Um, what is what do you guys think encompasses feminine feminine energy, and how can that be used to our advantage? And is vulnerability a feminine thing as well, or masculine thing? <clears throat> well, I'd say vulnerability is across both boards vulnerability is like like to each person rather than is a masculine or is a feminine yeah what people mistake vulnerability for a lot of the time 
to a feminine trait is probably sensitivity. Yes. You know, people say, oh, you're being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You're a sensitive cunt. You're, you're a little bitch, blah, blah. Sensitivity, I would say, is probably a bit more of a feminine trait. Um, a lot of guys can still be sensitive to certain things in their life and certain topics. Um, but to be sensitive all the time, like everything affects you in some sort of way. Like you see a leaf falling from a tree and you cry. You're like, oh, so poetic. Oh, you know, winter's coming. Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, really? Did you need to shed a tear for that shit? You know what I mean? Like, that would be sensitivity. Vulnerability is more like, you know, I'm not afraid to show you the side that I may not necessarily be proud of or a side where, Mm. um, you know, something I've experienced that I haven't told many people, you know, that would be vulnerability. Yeah. And and I think one important thing about vulnerability is that it doesn't want the approval of anyone else. Correct. Because if there's a different, you could say the same thing. Um, but if it's intention is to win the approval or the sympathy of others, just so you can feel better. I don't think that's the intention of what masculinity and vulnerability should look like. It's, it should be like, I, I think it should be like, I'm opening up to you this side of me because I want to show you this part of me because mm. uh, we've reached that stage of this yeah. friendship, relationship, marriage, whatever, <clears throat> whether you accept it or not, like ultimately shouldn't matter. But you know, you sort of, if they're your mate, you, you'd expect them to, is that, unknown or that unspoken expectation um so yeah agreed Mm. i would almost go as far as saying um in my opinion go as far as saying vulnerability also crosses over to comfortability like being comfortable about your vulnerabilities right yeah and when you're absolutely comfortable about your vulnerabilities your insecurities your sensitivities all that stuff then that reflects in your actions and how you come across which sometimes a lot of the times will come across like wow he's actually a really masculine person because yeah. he's very, very comfortable in his own shoes in, in, in everything he does he's comfortable he knows his weaknesses he knows he knows his flaws he's comfortable with them. you know i'm like you're able to joke about something that you know you're not really proud of like oh fuck i've got a big head ha ha, ha that's hilarious you know what I mean? or whatever it is <laughs> you know what i mean and like because you don't when, when you're fuck. comfortable doing that Sorry, what was that? Because you don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's in that in that in that sense, yeah, Andrew's right. You know, um, so yeah, I, I think that crosses over a lot, and that reflects um, a masculine side. Yeah. Yo, Anthony, why are you always yeah. in a car when we do these podcasts? I'm about to head out. I'm about to buy some dinner. I'm about to bring some dinner home to the family, mate. Putting food on the table. Not on the table. Your provider. (laughs) Masculine. Putting food on the table. Are you hunting? Hunting at Woolworths. (laughs) (laughs) Or Ando, I've got a question for you. I've got a. I've got a. Okay, Uh, okay. uh, I was going to ask Ando, what are your what are your thoughts on like um, what do you think some of the misconceptions of masculinity and vulnerability are i'll be honest with you like i have no fucking idea like about what the fuck you guys are talking about i'm like i I was lost halfway man like (laughs) i I don't know you guys you guys like break it down to the t bro i I can't break this shit down man like if you were to ask me 
what the fuck masculinity is, but uh, I don't know. I don't give a fuck, but <laughs> I don't know. But honestly, I can't couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like um, we all have ways to like communicate, but like just say it in your way. You know, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, what, what do you think it takes to be a man? Is like simple, like like that. Fuck. Uh, put food on the table. Yeah, like provider. Good job, right? good job, at, good job <laughs> That's my a fucking man, man right there. My, my my man, my man, bro. In his Toyota Prius. In <laughs> 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 a red right. Toyota Prius convertible. <laughs> I think, like, fuck, I don't know. I always just do what I want, though. I, I don't, I don't, I never really cared whether people thought if I was a man or not. Like, um, I always just like to do what I want to do, you know. But like, it doesn't mean that I don't care for other people. Like, it, it, it just, like, the, you guys know me. I'm, I'm quite caring, you know. Like, when I want to be. Um, but yeah, like, if you were to ask me, like, I don't know, like. I think it's very subjective. Hey, some people might think what you do is manly. Some people might not. Um, yeah. Yeah, very. Hey, um, I don't yeah, know. That, I, I don't know if that answers. I don't know. No, no, it does. Those two questions. No, it does. Does. Hey, Andrew. No, um, I think you're common. Oh, Henry, go. No, no, you go, Ben. Some <laughs> you go. <laughs> oh, before, we, uh, like, I just got this. Got, I got to get this out of my head, bro. Like, it's got nothing yeah. to do with this, but. Vin, you look like like Captain America when he was in the army when he's wearing that white shirt. Oh yeah, we were looking at the white t-shirt yeah. too. Yeah, what? the white the, the white you t-shirt. You mean before like, before he got the before he got the injection? Yeah, before he got yeah, the when, 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 when he was really skinny. Oh, fuck. <laughs> before he got the juice. Damn it! Before he went into the transformation box. Fuck. <laughs> hey, was that was that the Vietnam War as well? Like. Vince Vietnam, uh, Captain Vietnam, what? Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, I've been working out a little bit, guys. Oh, hey. Jesus, fuck. That Don't rip good, that though. shirt now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> nah, it's all the lighting. Oh, don't see me. <laughs> what are you saying, Henry? I was, I was just going to ask you if you wanted to speak about the thing you're doing right now with the, the riding, the bike riding. No, no I'm chilling. I'm just riding. I'm riding like 300 Ks. Um, well, actually, I upped it to 400 um, for a charity called Starlight Foundation. Um, pretty much, they just help kids who are sick. If you want to donate, maybe we'll post it up on the, on the thing, on the Instagram page. Did oh, I say how much I was riding? Yeah, oh, yeah, 400 K in 30 days. Pretty impressive. Mm. It's like down to like awesome, yeah, Quick it's like math. the yeah, something like that. Quick math, bro. Quick math. <laughs> yeah. Especially considering that we're like we're only allowed to be outside for an hour as well each day. That's yes, that's good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oi, oi, sit down and have coffee, bro. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> if you ride like twenty kilometers, we're talking about that. You'll, you'll smash out in like forty-five minutes. Oh, dude, yes, yeah, so I go. I think I ride about half an hour. I can get about. Uh, wait, how, how many k's do I have to do a day? Fourteen. Oh uh, yeah, half an hour. I, I do seven k's. Yeah, easy, bro. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Nice, mm. good man. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I th- I think- oh yeah, I, what I was saying before was uh, I think there's a common misconception between like masculine, uh, like people 
looking masculine, you know, like fucking with big muscles, deep voice, doing manly shit, like shooting guns. Um, I'm not sure if you guys follow. Pretty fucking manly, bro. I mean, not necessarily, man. Like, do you got? Do you guys do you guys know Elliot Hulse? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You know Have who you guys follow him lately? The big the big powerlifter. No, I don't know. Yeah, man. I'm not sure if you followed him lately, but what's his name? I, I used Hulse. to really respect him. Yeah, Elliot Hulse. But lately, he's definitely gone into what I would define as extremely toxic masculinity. Uh, um yeah, it's really sad to see because um you spell his last name. Whoever's listening, Hulse oh, like H U L S E. Yeah. I'm like a bit worried about him, man, because he used to be like he used to have a good balance between masculine and feminine energy. Like he was in touch with his vulnerable side as we we're talking about. But now nowadays, all he like his vocal tonality is good. It's the same, if not deeper and more resonant. Um, and his eye contact strong, but what he's saying is I consider very fragile because he's saying like, he's saying stuff like no sissy boys allowed. I've got, I'm creating this clan, you know, where, where men become men, you know, blah, blah, blah. We do manly shit. I think that's actually um, the exact opposite of masculinity to be afraid to do feminine stuff. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So if you're afraid to be reckon- feminine, then you're not masculine, man. You're feminine. <laughs> do you, that's do you reckon? I mean, like, do you reckon he's trying to create this brand image like David Goggins or, like, just not giving a fuck? Like, um, just yeah, I think that's what he's trying to do. And he's caring. He's trying to look like he doesn't care that much about what people think. But I think he, that he does. The fact that he's doing that. Dude, okay, or so that he's, or a, he's, he's like, deluded into thinking masculinity is something that I don't think that it is. Here's a question. Like, once he's bringing you, a lot of people, you, He's bringing a lot of people down. Once you're at a certain um, amount of followers on, say, Instagram and you become like a, what do they call it? A celebrity. Um, do you think at some point like you'll, you'll, you'll start to give a fuck like, of what people think about you? Like, med, like psychologically? Yeah. You're in the spotlight. Uh, yeah, Once definitely. Once you're in the spotlight, yeah. that's just the way it is. You know, if you've got 13-year-old boys looking up to you and then you're telling them, oh, yeah, no sissy boys allowed. Fuck it. Why 13-year-old boys, Anthony? Huh? Why 13-year-old boys, mate? You got something to say? What are you trying to say, mate? I don't know what you're talking about. I know what you did last summer. You know what I did last summer? I know what you did last summer. What? What? Oi! Oi! Nah, but definitely, you know, I think, I don't know. Elliot Hulse personally or how he runs his social media or his, um, you know, whatever he's doing, but essentially what he's doing, it's a business, right? Like I wouldn't be mm. surprised if it's a business done. Like he's like mm. trying to make this movement, get these guys, you know, these appeal to this certain crowd, let this crowd spend money on him. You know, like I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the real him, you know? Thanks. Thanks for saying exactly what was on my mind, Anthony. Oh man, I read you. I read you like a boring essay, man. Yeah, thanks, bro. Mm. So, like, it's a business. Yeah, but on that note, on what Vin's saying, um, I think in 2020, a lot of guys our age, a bit younger, or any age, to be honest, every guy 
really strives to be that, oh, I'm a fucking alpha, I'm a man, blah, blah, blah. And they really advertise that. And mm. within the little bubble of friends or whatever, like you can't help but influence that little circle. Your average of five, one could say. when you when you start advertising and projecting these beliefs yeah you're going to affect other people um yeah and a lot of people around me and a lot of people i know especially younger guys um you know tend to feel obliged to be more manly or act more manly act tough you know speak a certain way walk a certain way um you know treat people a certain way in order to come off as manly what do you guys think about that? Is that true mm. in your experiences? I guess it yeah. forces them to forces one to step outside. If if one's compensating, I guess it's a passageway that they feel like feel like they need to go through to experience what masculinity feels like. Mm. And then from there, hopefully, they can find a balance. Yeah, I think the whole um, alpha male shit is very juvenile. It's a child. It's a childlike belief. You know, it's not real. If you really think you're an alpha male, you just you're not. You're like you're fucking you're fucking beta. If you think you're alpha, you know. Exactly, I agree. <laughs> what if, if what if, if you have the, to tell people that you're alpha, then you're not fucking alpha. What what if what if you're the you're the king of um? What if you're you're Vladimir Putin and you're like I'm an alpha. <laughs> well, that's an alpha. Or I'll bomb you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fucking alpha. Like, what do, you, what do you say then? Would you I think like, Vladimir Putin will say the same thing as Henry. Yeah, like, would he be like, you're a beta? Nah, bro, yeah, bro. I think, do you, oh, do you reckon Vladimir Putin would be like toxic masculinity? He's like, no, no sissies in my army. No sissies. I'm going to get shot yeah. for this, bro. <laughs> you guys think David Goggins is toxic masculinity? <laughs> No, because mm. he says, yeah. don't, uh, I don't, think so. don't, don't be like him. Do not disrespect David Goggins. <laughs> no, I don't think Goggins is toxic. So what differentiates him and like, say someone like Elliot Pulse? Cause they, so, so they both speak with the same force. I think, I think personally, I think um, David Goggins is an inspiration to myself. I've read his book. Um, mm-hmm. so, think- so they're both influential figures, right? But what makes him... Ma- like healthy masculinity and what makes Elliot toxic? Well, I think, am I like, yeah, it's just from my point of view, I feel like he talks about from his experiences. Yeah. Um, whereas he's not telling you to be a certain way. He's just saying, this is what's mm-hmm. worked for me. This is who I am. Uh, it, you know, it's like a mindset in your thing that, you know, you can change. Whereas maybe, maybe I don't know Elliot, but maybe Elliot's saying, I don't want any sissies in this. I don't want any, this is what a man is. This is, he's not telling, he's telling you what, what is that's, what. Yeah, that's it's, literally, yeah, that's of, what he's doing. Yeah, instead of being like, okay, this is what I do, that's helped me, and this is what, you know, I just, but I guess you could say if, 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 if Goggins was like, I just don't be a bitch, then that could be like, I don't know, a form of toxic masculinity, right? Definitely. I, I think toxic masculinity misses two traits. One, uh, so empathy and compassion. Like mm. if you, yeah. If you, if you don't have those two things, then it becomes toxic. I, I mm. feel. Yeah. When you're, when you're not aware of, you know, your effect on other people and, or, or you don't care about what the things that you do or say affect other people, mm. I think that becomes toxic. Absolutely. Mm, 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 mm. 
I think ultimately um, a good form of masculinity or yeah, a good show of it is when you're capable of saying, you know, you want to take care of other people. You know what I mean? Like you see someone in a, like you're in a circle of friends and one person's obviously really uncomfortable and not really talking much, just feeling out of place. Yeah, like you want to be the person that brings them out and be like, oh, you know, uh, what do you think about this? You know, are you all right? How are you feeling? How was your day? Bring them out the shell. Just cater for other people. Like not in a way where it's like, you know, I'm your servant, but more so try and uplift other people and make yeah. sure that other people are doing well as well as yourself. I mean, I think you're describing a leader. Um, but I mean, I guess, would you say a leader and a, a masculinity is like, they go, I mean, yeah, they do. I guess they do go on size. Yeah, they do, definitely. But can you be masculine without being a leader? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess, I guess, like, yeah. I don't know. What am I yes. saying? Yes, like I you're, so. le- you're leading your own life, you know? Mm. So you're mm. either leading people or you're leading your own life with, like, like authority you, you over your I, guess, I mean, yeah, like, if you see someone, I don't know, being bullied, yeah, you step in. But, like, say, like, I don't know, like, if you don't step in, does that make you not masculine? If you what? Depends on the circumstance. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, well, I'll say if you, I don't if, know. If, if you just, yeah. Do you have to be a leader to be masculine? I guess. Though, no, you don't have to. But I think there are certain traits within a leader that coincide with masculinity. Mm. Are, are, mm. you, are you masculine, Anthony? I think to a certain extent, we're all masculine, right? Like, to what degree and to what person, like, whose definition I'd say like, yeah, we would all be great answer. Anthony weaseled your way out of that one. <laughs> uh, sorry. Bro, I've been, I've been sidetracked this whole time. Like I can't, I keep, don't worry. Don't worry. I'll talk about it later. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep, I keep, it looks like a puppet. You know, one of those puppets that. Oh, oh you look like, like that. that. You look like that. <laughs> Oh, from yeah, Saul. like Jigsaw, Jigsaw. Yeah, My mind wanders a bit, man. Wanders just a little bit. Uh, I get distracted pretty easily. But yeah, good answer, Anthony, whatever you said. Yeah. And um, also being like emotionally stable, right? Like, you know, when a lot of the times, um, and this is probably a bit sidetracked as well, when, oh, fuck. Oh, no, he's sweet. No, sorry. I, th- I saw a car pull out and he almost hit another car. Fucking oh. idiot. Yeah. Anyways, um, to, a, to a certain extent, when a female... Like females can also exert, like, masculine power. You know, like, a lot of the traits we spoke about, females can also do that. You know, having ambition, having, um, you know, leadership qualities, having... Wrestling you know, Being bears. comfortable, being vulnerable. Um, you know, l- females can also come off as masculine too not in a bad light, but I would say generalizing, um, generalizing here, females look for masculine partners, right? Would you guys agree? Yeah, definitely. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of the biggest things I think, I think in my own personal opinion that females look for in a masculine partner is emotional stability. You know, when she's feeling you know, a bit on the rocks or she's feeling a little bit uncertain. She's undecisive. She doesn't know what's happening. You know, she's had a tough day. She, she's able to, you know, 
consult, find consultation in someone else and someone that's like, you know, can play that part as a rock. You know, it's like, oh, it's fine. You know, talk with or I'm here to listen. Okay. How about this? Have you tried that? You know, that's all right. We'll, we'll do this. Let's do that. Imagine she's fucking went home crying to you mm. and then you get so upset that you start crying too and you both just fucking cry together. Oh, fuck. That's called bonding. That's called bonding. You know I feel your pain, baby. Let's cry together. <laughs> let's yeah. cry together. I mean, <laughs> let's roll, up this, roll up this joint and let's just let Mother Nature do its thing. Yeah. It's called... I, I sense and feel your pain. Let's, let's just embrace it. Like when she's yeah. uncertain or when she's emotionally unstable, you need to be the one that's like, everything will be all right. You need to be that one stable thing in her life. Hey, Anthony, do you think, yeah. do you think money makes you masculine? No. Money can make you appear masculine. Mm-hmm. What if you're the, I mean, you, like I guess you said women like masculinity, right? But what if you had a lot of money? Well, if you, I would, I would say if you had a lot of money. Do, do, and, do you reckon, do you reckon, yeah. um, who's the most masculine person you know? It has to be you, mate. Who's ma- more masculine than a guy who's able to wear a hat like that? Fuck. I doesn't give a fuck. This this won't work then. This won't work then. This won't work then. Don't worry. (laughs) I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Like, can money like replace masculinity or whatever, right? Is that what you're saying? No, I think I think my topic will will lead to a different topic if we were trying to stick on steps. I'd yeah, sorry. Don't worry about my Well well, no, we'll we'll try and make it work, yeah. So like uh, a masculine person. Can have money, a lot of money. Well, but my yeah, question having, is actually having, having think, a lot of money doesn't mean you're masculine. Yeah, Correct. but my question was more like, do you think a woman would choose your masculinity over your wealth and security that you can provide? Like the the most masculine person you know, but who's like poor as fuck, versus the most immasculine person you know, but rich as fuck, that can provide her with a house and food, so and I, I think wallets and shoes and Prada bags and Chanel perfumes. What? I think uh, depends on the woman, man. Yeah, I think she can love him. I think, but yeah. I don't think she'll be in, in love, in love with him. It's mm. different, you know. Do, but do you think love is real, or do you think love is something? You're just fucking dropping bombs on us, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> going, going, or using. Let's ent- let's let's entertain and explore Andrew's example here, right? A wealthy Thanks. guy. And then a guy that's poor, but more masculine. Okay. Let's say, I think you'd have to say how much more masculine is that ratio equivalent to the wealth difference as well. You know, if you're $5 million richer, but you're also like, I don't know, like 50 fucking gazillion levels less masculine. You know what I mean? Like then I don't know. You're you're pretty much an empty shell with just money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know if you guys seen that Rick, Rick and Morty episode. Like, like Jerry. If you're a Jerry, like Jerry's the most masculine person you know, right? Yeah. But say like a really rich Jerry, fucking wealthy Jerry. Mm. I think what money, what females get drawn towards money. I'm not. I don't know about gold diggers and all that, but um, females in general 
what what money gives them is a sense of security is what money mm-hmm. is money is a tool mm-hmm. right money is so, a tool it's not a fucking personality trait or a skill money is a tool so, you can acquire yeah. money right exactly mm-hmm. but so if we're if we're, talk, we're going to talk about it in a biological level do you think your masculinity can provide for her over someone's wealth like because you can provide her you can provide her with other things Okay, but what about, do you think her instinct will be to, man, I need this emotional connection with this guy? Or do you think, fuck, I really need food tonight? Yo. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but how much does food cost, bro? It's like five bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you're talking about this guy, like, does he have, like, no, like, he's a vegetable, like, he can't go out and actually make <laughs> money for her. You know what I mean? Nah, he's like a Jerry, bro. He's just, ah, oh, fuck. No, but just... as in, like, you're talking about a masculine guy who's poor. But yeah. he has hands and legs and he can go out and like, I don't know, lay bricks for a living and still provide it with food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's, you yeah. Okay. I mean? fuck. Let's just say he's dumb as fuck and he can't get a job. Oh. He can't let, let, nah, okay. Fuck, I'm getting too sidetracked, but fuck, fuck, we'll go back to, go back he to doesn't what? have a head and like, is <laughs> masculine. <laughs> All right, Henry, what do you want to say? Uh, I'll just be quick. But, um, in my opinion, um, Money is just value and women are value seeking creatures. Women never shoot below. They always shoot above, you know? So a woman will only get with you if you are higher in value or if you are perceived higher in value. And value comes from many different things. It could be your masculine nature. It could be your, your money. It could be many different things. Yes. But they just aim for value and that's it. Yes. And I think, and I think that ties in with that value. Um, uh, ex- is exhibited by money is one thing, but also your behavior. So if you have high value behavior, um, then I think that is something that they may perceive as uh, on our, if you look at it on a hierarchical level as high status. And so money and behaviors complement each other, but they're both a uh, they currencies of value in a person's eyes. <clears throat> Anthony, I mean Henry, just answering all the questions, fucking like a clean cut. Just got top points. He's got, he's got a tattoo on his forehead. You're my David Goggins, Henry. You are my uh, David Goggins. That's too much, man. Thank Henry's you. Not <laughs> mm. hey, lads, what, what do you think? I think yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry, man. I think in order to be financially successful as like society perceives it you have to in order to get to that level of life you adopt and develop traits that are innately attractive to women anyway but then what people usually see is there's a guy with like millions of dollars and they Mm -hmm. think that the money is the way that they got the woman but i don't think that's the case it's who they became in order to get that money you inherited that money from your wealthy, wealthy father who passed away. You're fucked, yeah. Andrew. Then you can then you can buy women. Then you can buy you can buy women, right? Yeah. Like, in that case, like for example, someone whoa, like whoa, maybe Dan Dan Bilzerian. I don't know. I don't know him, man. <laughs> <laughs> women are not objects, and they like, in, I'm talking in general. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, I agree with what Vincent. But you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. So I just fuck. I get some weird, weird. I go off on tangents and the fucking yeah, my thoughts go. 
Yeah, I, th- I think Vin said it perfectly. It's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? You know, like yes. you're, you're a masculine person first and that's what like got you the money, you know? Mm. Is there's value? Money, money doesn't really matter, man. doesn't matter. Would you guys it's say, would you guys say masculinity is, um, would bring you wealth? Or can you be not masculine and still have wealth? Or like, acquire wealth mm. well i yeah i mean i definitely uh, think you can get super rich by being masculine bro like 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 it, it, like if if you know what you was like what you were saying before and like just being a natural leader bro people are gonna be like fuck this guy can lead bro lead my company take my money and lead these um pe- peasants <laughs> Well, I was worried about what you were going to say. Maybe that lead these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boys. Yeah. I, I, think, I think, yeah, it depends. Yeah. I think leadership can get you. Bro. Oh, fuck. I don't know, bro. What am I saying? What about, so what about the opposite side? Um, someone that's not masculine and, oh, what's the opposite of that? Feminine. Um, not saying females, but like feminine traits. A male could have feminine traits. Could that person still acquire the same wealth? Well, is he academically smart? I mean, yeah, let's just say an average dude. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have eight legs? Um, he can run real quick? Or? Wait, so you're saying and, like the majority of his his energy profile is like a feminine energy? Like correct. emotional, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, that, would you say someone like Sheldon Cooper? Would that be a? That's masculine energy. Sheldon Cooper. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Such what a about, good example of masculine energy. What about? I think I don't think you. I, I actually this might be politically incorrect, but I don't think you can achieve like a large amount of success in terms of depends how you define it man but like just the most common way of defining it like you need to be able to tap into masculine energy not in the form of like you have to have a fucking dick and balls but in the form of you need to be able to define what you want and go after it mm, that's, that's how i define thing. masculine yes. energy but that's not yeah. pertinent to your gender guys and girls have it yeah. guys and girls have it but yeah. you can't be like okay this is my goal Oh shit! Like I got rejected from this first interview. I'm just going to sit in my room and cry for like. Not saying that, you know, as we're saying before, that not that that's bad, but that's not going to get that's not that's not going to get you there. If every single time you get rejected, you're going to cry. Correct. Like if you were to, you have to be out of stoic. Like it might, but it compared to if you were to go neck and neck with someone that's masculine, yeah, and you guys are trying to achieve the same thing, you'd be set back. A fair bit. You'd be at a disadvantage. Is yeah, what yeah. Saying. yeah. Yes. Yes. It'll it'll just be harder for you if you're emotionally reacting to everything. Correct. I think mm. I'll probably agree with that saying. Um, feminine traits in the twenty in twenty twenty, um, the common path to what we what society defines as success. You know what society defines as success in 2020 and the common path to that, you're probably at a disadvantage um, 
versus masculine traits. But who knows? Like, you might be like, you might just have that perfect, perfect character to play a perfect role in some movie and you become a fucking famous actor. Who knows? You know, maybe Bill Gates will be like, whoa, I like you. I'm going to throw money at you. I like your feminism. Then, but then you become masculine. And then. And it, at the end of the day, it's just like, it's just about like picking your fucking mission, man. Like yeah. success for us might be defined as we want to be the leader of a massive company, but success for other people with feminine energy might be, they just want to be happy doing what they love. What if, can you, can could be, you be, could be doing anything, could be painting, could be doing music. Like this question is so broad. Yeah. And I feel can like you, one black and white answer is digging ourselves into a hole. Yeah. Can you be, as well. Yeah. Can you be masculine and just not want to do anything? No. Yeah. No? Oh, wee. Ooh. 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 <laughs> Why do you Should think we? that? Oh. Because uh, do we have time to delve into this? I'll I'll wrap it up soon, but I'll I'll I reckon me and Henry will um start this. Well, I'll go. I'll be very quick. Maybe I'm wrong, man. But I think the reason why is because masculinity is in, in its essence is about doing stuff. And when I say doing stuff, doing stuff towards a direction that the the, the agent has set for themselves. So that's what I think. And doing something can be active or passive. Yep. Be Agreed. Rest and work. Yeah, so. Agreed. But uh, when Andrew said yep. doing nothing, I didn't, I didn't think of like a homeless person. I just thought of someone who was like content with doing nothing, like a monk or something. Coming. Yeah, that's and what I was thinking of. Like, but then monks are constantly trying to pursue enlightenment. So they're, they're, you could say they're doing something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like that's their mission. Yeah. So I think as long as you're following with your purpose, that's quite masculine. And maybe that purpose is doing nothing. It's being what if, a monk. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if you just want to chill for the rest of your life, bro? Like, when you say chill, you mean stuck in your fucking your basement? Mum's basement. Doing fuck all. No, I, I completely disagree with that. that. That is not masculine at all. You've got no drive. Like, you have no purpose to be on this earth. Yeah. It comes, back, comes back to the definition of what masculine is. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's masculine. What, what if you want to just work just to chill, bro? Yeah, like, what if that, that is your purpose? What if your purpose is to go to the mountains and just, like, meditate for the rest of your life? And just chill, bro. Like, fucking kick back and shit. Are you saying hippies are fucking not masculine? Well, I'm sure hippies have a purpose. Like, what are they trying to do? Make the world a greener, more sustainable place? Smoke weed, bro, and drive their vans. Sorry, hippies. Mm. That's what I think of is. No, well, I think yeah. in order to be masculine, you have to you have to have a purpose. Yeah, there has to be there has to be some reason why, like, to grow more weed and smoke more weed. <laughs> is that yeah? But then yeah, that that could be your purpose, right? But right, if you're just like fucking, if you're just like every day you're waking up and you're like, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to do anything. Like fuck it, let's just order McDonald's okay, so every day. Like I don't think that's masculine. Let, let me you, pay you. If you're like, yeah. Hey lads, I've got to end this because uh, I've got work soon. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I was about paint to paint your picture next. Uh, I've seen your pictures, bro. They, they're kind of average. Fuck off. Hey, boys, I've got to bounce. Hit him up. Hit him up. He's got some All good right. photos here, boys. All right. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Take care of yourself. Suckers.